Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Real-time crime and iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Real-Time Crime. I'm your host, Leah Lamar. And my little social Meyer or for for sure. Already messing up. Love that for me. Uh, I've been on my ass for a week with some mystery illness, which is really a true crime that we should be exploring. But my little social sleuths, who do I have with me here today? But my friend. Oh. My my real friend. Wow. <laughs> All right. I mean, th- listen, this is the definition of progress. My real time crime friend. Dimitri. It was a wait, good wait, run. Wait, 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 I, I got to be honest. That 20 seconds was one of the, some of the best of my life. Okay. For a second, I, I know for, uh, no one can see Dimitri, but um, Dimitri looks like he's wearing earrings from that would have been cool if you bought them at Hot Topic in 1990, but they're actually just earphones. Oh, they're not cool anymore? Oh, I mean, never mm-hmm. mind. Haha. Uh-huh. I don't. Um, uh, look, look, we don't judge here at Real Time Crime, Dimitri. We let you be you. I get my accessories where I get them, and that's nobody else's business. I also just want to say, I got a lot of messages from people being like, wait, you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, yeah, how'd you find out? And they're like, the podcast. <laughs> that's what a podcast does. It informs people of things. You mean, wait, you mean friends of yours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, that's yeah. Friends who I haven't like, chatted with in a while. Um, so friends who I haven't chatted with in a while, I'm sorry that I, I should have sent out a carrier pigeon to everyone because it is not like public, public it's public, but it's not, I haven't like posted aggressively about him on social media. And that's because my friends, I posted on him, I posted on him. I posted about him like 
twice on my story and lost like 2000 followers. It's like, I just met this guy, you know, but mm-hmm. I've had my Instagram following for way longer. So who am I going to be loyal to? <laughs> I, uh, well, I hope he's not listening. I'm very much in love with him. Whoa. Um, There's a can I have that as a social clip? Yeah, I'm I'm going to London next week. So nice. We'll be together again. And I'm sure you'll I'm sure you'll get some since we're all social sleuths here, you will be able to piece together where I am and who I'm with on my <laughs> social media. <laughs> yes. And I think that um, the people that benefit, the, the hierarchy of benefiting from this relationship are obviously you and Adam. <laughs> then I think me, because I'm really enjoying it. And then I think I got to tip the cap to um, the um, the uh, comedy clubs in London. Because you're going out yeah. while you're there, aren't you? I am. I'm, uh, I'm performing them. there. I'm performing my hour there. And then I'm going to Edinburgh and performing my hour there. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, um, it should be. But also, let me just say something about healthcare in America. <laughs> Talk about a real-time crime. Do we have our no, signal no. on? Because we just made a crazy turn. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I, <laughs> I, I just want to say this. I have been very sick for the last week. Like, my fever went all the way to 103. I, I felt like I was going through menopause. I got, like, an early glimpse into it. I was like... <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm having hot flashes I'm like now I'm hot now I'm cold now I'm hot sweatshirt on sweatshirt off sweatshirt on no 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 I'm not ready for that life that's no. number one number two um I want to thank everyone on social media who reached out to me that literally hundreds of people were like I hope you're feeling okay also f you to all the people who told me that they thought I had monkeypox I that's so annoying like don't put that out there don't put what? that energy out there I never had monkeypox I was never gonna have monkeypox well, knock on wood. Well, I was on one wood, of the ones times. that saw that you uh, posted in your story. You said, guys, I don't have monkeypox. Stop suggesting that. So to me, that was, you know, open season on texting you and be like, how's the monkeypox? Right, so. right, right. But see, the thing is that I don't seem cool enough to have been to an orgy in Europe. What? Come on. You're going to Europe all the time. Right. Oh, my God. You're right. What? Oh, my God. To me, yeah. you're so right. I am. What cool else is there to, to do? Sightseeing, try Europe. some food and the European orgies. Totally. I mean, I just want to say this. I went to uh, an urgent care and the doctor came out in flip flops and I was like, oh, <laughs> this can't be good. <laughs> that was here in, in the U.S.? <laughs> just around the corner. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I got to get I got to I got to leave. <laughs> yeah. I don't I can't I can't trust this man's opinion. He's wearing flip flops at work. And Most board jobs. shorts. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to wear open-toed shoes at a restaurant, let alone at a, at a at an urgent care. You know. Yeah, he's like, um, once I figure out what's wrong with you, I'm heading over to a barbecue. So, just move this along. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you guys, I don't know why I made that noise, and I'm very sorry. I think it's time for us to jump into our hot topics for today because I am burning. <laughs> That's surprise. not hot flashes. It's hot topics. I, I I'm honestly about to take my sweater off. I, I it doesn't end. It hasn't ended. It's just ending. Well, you sound good. Like last week, you told me after that you were sick. Yeah. But I got to be honest, you were, seemed pretty dialed in. You didn't sound off. This is my curse and my gift. So anytime I'm like really sick, 
and I'm go I'm at the ER and I'm like, I'm in so much pain. I can't stop. Like I just crack jokes because that's who I am as a person. Sure. And so they think I'm fine. I'm like, no, no, this is my personality. Like I just, I'm not okay. You know? Um, so I really, I really struggle and I push through, um, even severe illness and which this is not a good thing. This is just like, I was taught to never take a break. <laughs> I was taught you must fight through even extreme illness um, and never take time for self-care. So anyway, I'm working on that. But moral of the story is I am getting better. Did you hear that heavy swallow? Okay, yeah. guys. But you know who's not getting better? <laughs> Go on, finish it. Okay, a California woman allegedly impersonated a nurse in order to abduct a newborn from a hospital room. Ooh, so she was uh, charged with a felony kidnapping after allegedly trying to abduct a newborn baby from a patient's room, according to a Riverside County Sheriff. This 23-year-old woman, Miss Maron, pretended to be a newly hired nurse. She gained access to a medical unit where newborn infants were present. The suspect allegedly entered a patient's hospital room and identified herself as a nurse. While inside the patient's room, she attempted to take their newborn infant. She was confronted by hospital staff, who then notified authorities. Miron fled the scene without the newborn. Investigators tracked her down in Moreno Valley, where she was arrested and booked. Um, first of all, if she could just meander her way into a medical unit where newborns are present, there's an issue with the hospital. Bit of a problem, I feel like she's just like a secret shopper. You know, she's like, hey, I'm just going to let you know where all your security flaws, flaws are. Number one, the newborn sector. <laughs> yeah. I had like, a buddy who did that one time. He stole from a store and he oh, tried to return the item. Baby. No, yeah. he tried to return the item. And when they busted him, he goes, let me tell you why I did that. I'm a documentary filmmaker and I was testing the things to see how the stores handle these things. And you guys did good. You have a good system in place. They're like, yeah, not buying it. So and how that go? Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He rebounded. Better life now. Um, but the 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 balls to go into a hospital and like just be like, I'm gonna take someone's newborn baby. I'm gonna dress up as a nurse, take a baby, and walk out. Like, obviously not all there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I also think it's just like this is a Netflix movie in the making. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe like that was this, her excuse. Oh yeah. She's doing research for a Netflix movie. I just feel like this is, this seems like one of those things that you see that's not really real. It's like a, the infamous baby napper went from hospital to hospital, stealing only the most special child born at 100 degrees Celsius on a, at midnight on <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is just why would you want to steal a baby? They are so annoying. They, you what? have to do. You have to care so much for like, you got to feed them. Like, it, it, did she just have a child? Is she a wet nurse? Because if not, she better have a lot of formula and there's a formula shortage. So, like, that's expensive. I don't know what she wants to do with this baby, but it's a huge responsibility. I mean, it's like you're stealing a responsibility. That doesn't right. Sound right. Who steals jobs? She's 23 uh-huh. years old. Like most 23 year olds are trying not to get pregnant, to have a baby. And this one is going to take a baby. I, it, listen, it's funny. It's not, I'm glad well, the reason we're joking about it. She didn't get away with it. The baby. Right. Was, but it's like, it, that's crazy. Like, you're right, though. Why, why is she stealing responsibilities? Also, like, I'm sorry if I'm giving birth and people could just walk in and out of the room. 
too many people are seeing my vagina. So, uh, <laughs> there needs to be to more than usual. Armed um, guards standing outside. Uh, right, someone's, someone's a little lofty on her uh, on her self image of her. Uh, I just think you got to. I mean, if you want to come watch the show, you got to pay a ticket. <laughs> like it's, it's at least worth twenty five dollars. Like pay the cost of admission. You can come on in. Is there a, you like know, a, is there a two drink minimum? No, there's a. I mean, you got a two drinks to watch yeah, that show. Sure. Um, when so I had four kids, right? And so the hospital that I was at is very like they have like a little baby low jack system. Right. So if you were if the baby got too close to the front door of the hospital or something like that, it would set off alarm. So I, I this sounds so just walked in and personated a nurse almost got away with it. Like that sounds pretty like I think they need to update what they're doing there and be on a better alert. Yeah, it sounds like a whack ass hospital. By the way, back to the women, back- women, be on alert. Don't have your baby there. Don't yeah, go to right. this hospital and have your baby there unless you want your baby to get possibly stolen. I don't know if there's a Yelp for hospitals, but I would look into that. Also, I feel like this is like a cool reality show. Like, gotcha. We weren't really trying to steal your baby. Ha ha. I'm Ashton Kutcher. Nowadays, it wouldn't surprise me. But you can know? we go back to the balls of going into a hospital Dressing as a nurse or a doctor and then trying. What if I mean, she's a method actress? We find out later it's like Natalie Portman. She's like, I yeah. just really wanted to know what it, what it would feel like to pretend that I was going to steal a baby. You know, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you have to say you have to use the bathroom, like you have to go back into like where the employees are, where like that's where the bathroom is. I feel so nervous if I have to do that because I'm just like head down and you walk back where you're allowed to go. But it makes me so nervous to think that I'm walking back where I'm not supposed to normally be. So I don't know, man, like my heart would be racing to walk into a hospital dressed as a doctor or a nurse and start doing shit. But I guess that's why crazy people are crazy people. You know, what's so funny is that your heart races when you're literally going to the bathroom in the most low stakes possible situation ever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I never, I never claimed to be a, a mastermind, a criminal, but <laughs> also Dimitri, I'm sorry. Where are you? Because you're not in your regular place today. I am not. I am. Uh, I'm up at the lake on vacation. I'm on a family vacation, but you know what? Crime never sleeps. <laughs> oh boy. And speaking of crime, never sleeping, neither do our stories about crime. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so is this one of those fever spikes? <laughs> uh, can you guys open a window in here? Okay, there's Let no one here. I'm alone. Leah, I feel like you've been in a coma and you're now just starting to come out of it. Speaking of being in a coma. <laughs> hey, 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 we're skipping ahead, sir. Oh, sorry. That was the one I was excited about. All right, go ahead. Okay, no, no, go into it. Go into it. Go no, 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 it. no, because this next one's ridiculous. And this actually gets me fired up. This one literally no puns. Speaking of being fired up, a Connecticut man pulls gun on woman who didn't thank him for holding the door. Honestly, should have said should have said that. Thank you. (laughs) Should have. And and this is something that actually used to bother me a lot because I am I I, I'm a gentleman. Okay, I will hold the door for people. I will let people whatever it is order first, whatever the thing that you can do. That's that's chivalrous. I do that. 
And it you did used to bother me when I would hold a door and someone mm. would walk through like I was, it was, you know, like I'm supposed to be holding that for them or like they have, all it takes is a simple thank you. Did I ever get to the point where I thought I should pull a gun on someone for not saying thank you? No, I think that's part of the, the way the world is spiraling out of control right now. Yeah, no, I think it's just two words. Thank you. Show some gratitude, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to learn the hard way. No, I mean, <laughs> this is maybe this less is, hard. You know, like, where's your manners? Said Joshua Murray, 25 of New Haven. Was at the family dollar store on Saturday afternoon when he became incensed over the impolite act. Mm -hmm. So basically, that's all that happened. And Murray allegedly whipped out a pistol during the encounter, fled and then was picked up. So so not only did he pull out the. Pull out the pistol to be like, yo, where's my thank you? I mean, holding the door is a lot of effort. I mean, that burns what, like. 0.25 0.25 calories <laughs> takes a lot of strength. He 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 then fled the scene because he was like, "Uh oh, I pulled out a gun." And then he got picked up by officers. And when they opened the car door for him, did he say thank you? <laughs> thank you guys so much. I appreciate. You know what? That would have been fantastic if you didn't. Thanks guys. I appreciate that. It's very nice. Yeah. As he gets into the cop car. Yeah. I think he's in there, like pushing yeah. his head down. Yeah. And in the jail cell. Um. <laughs> It is. It's it's frustrating when when people don't say thank you for for doing little things because there's an air of righteousness. Um, again, I think the gun is probably a tad bit too far. I'm luckily it was just that and it didn't go further than that. But you know, also on him, the guys at the family dollar store looking for polite people, like probably not. It's not. I don't think that's high on the list. Sorry, I just thought. You know, I feel like there are a lot of ways that. In modern society, you just pull a gun on someone. You know, it's like if I'm on a first date and he asks to split the bill, I just pull him the gun. <laughs> I see. Uh, ooh, yeah. Well, the truth is, things are spiraling out of control. I speaking of first date, I saw a story that a woman is suing a guy ten thousand dollars for standing her up on a date. How does that even happen? Well, because it costs eight thousand just to laser everything beneath her eyebrows. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a. <laughs> then her clothes cost a thousand, I'm sure, and then That's a, you're just ballpark. And this then is her not from makeup the... and her. Mm-hmm. You just no, I, no, not from experience. You're just guessing. No, I don't shave, yeah. but um, yeah, definitely, I understand. It, it takes a lot of money to get ready for a date. Did she take a private jet to go see him? That he said he was going to pay for, and he didn't pay her back. We don't have don't... all the information, Dimitri. Is this um, a Tinder swindler? I mean, maybe, but this is where we're going, right? Someone doesn't stand you up on a date. You feel entitled to sue them, right? You hold the door for someone, which is your choice. And they don't say thank you. That does not mean, okay, now, well, and now I should scare the shit out of them or pull a gun on them or whatever it may be. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I, it does frustrate me without, with, without the thank yous, but I don't think. Well, you know, it's giving with an expectation. Like this is the same thing where everything in life becomes transactional or that like, you're expecting something in return. Maybe he just really needed that. Thank you. I don't know. But maybe um, and probably other stuff going on. Right. But with with not to go heavy on this, but with gun violence the way it is now and everyone being like Second Amendment, everyone has the right to have a gun. Not if that's what you're doing with it. Yeah, I brought the room down. Dimitri, bringing us back home. So, um, 
I just, I, I go on the, these tangents that take us all the way in the stratosphere. And you're like, yeah, but what about reality, Leah? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Back to the $8,000 lasering. Go. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the one who brought up that story. Um, <laughs> that's number one. Number two, you know, I, I, I don't think that I'm actually, I'm done. I'm complete. But this I, is why I like talking to you, because every time I think this is this is an open and shut case, this is obvious. Like, why would someone do that? You're like, no, I get it. Pull a gun if, you know, if he tries to steal some of your fries. Like, yeah. Like, did he mistake her for someone that might have had his money? You know what I mean? It's like you never know. Yeah. I think you would make a great defense attorney because you really start <laughs> on the side of the criminal most times, especially if you could find a niche where you're like a defense attorney, but only for like hot criminals, like hot guy criminals. Oof. I think that would be like your thing. And I have your, conjugal visits with all of my clients. There it is. See, it's actually, you know, it's win-win. It's a win-win for everyone, except for me, because oof, my therapy bill. Okay. You guys, speaking of therapy bills. <laughs> Leah, you feel like you've been sick. I know you feel like you've been in a coma for a while and now you, maybe you're just waking up from it. And Uh-oh. go. A West Virginia woman woke up from a two-year coma and identified her brother as the attacker who nearly killed her. (gasps) Police say they found the 51-year-old Wanda Palmer, what a name, in an upright position on her couch with severe injuries caused by what appeared to be a hatchet or axe. Her brother was suspected after a witness saw him at the scene the night it happened, but police didn't have enough evidence to make an arrest. After two years in a coma, the victim is now coherent but unable to hold full-length conversations. When she woke up at the long-term care facility, authorities asked her what she remembered about the night she was attacked. She said her brother did it because, quote, he was mean. Relatable. My sister was really mean to me. And like, I think if she had an axe, that would have been her weapon of choice. When I was a kid... She, I was like three and she literally drove over me with her bicycle. Which is basically uh, like a lot of little axes. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I mean, that's a, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, I'm okay. How are you guys I have a you... podcast about true crime. So, um... <laughs> and what does she do? She works in real estate. Is she, are you guys okay or is she still mean to you? Well, she's alive. We're not really close. That wasn't clear. Like a, a Next question. Episode. Yeah. Um, okay. So, okay. Not a lot for, not a lot for the cops to, uh, to get the brother on, right. He was seen at the, he was seen there before. And obviously we don't know all the details about what evidence was taken and all this, not enough to get him. Now her waking up two years later, do you think, is that enough to now charge this guy? Okay. First of all, miracle. Yeah. First of all, miracle. Second of all, anything that she says after waking up, you just have to believe. Because it feels like God was like, boop, I choose you to reset, you know, right? Right. (laughs) like like this feels like a Jesus moment. You just take what she says for truth. I don't know. It would just be too weird for her to lie at this point. You know what I mean? I think with with the couple of words she can get out, you know, I think that she wouldn't want to spare it on someone who wasn't the person who tried to murder her. And, you know, yeah. Also, because, look, even if it wasn't him and she had a grudge against him, he was mean. Well, that's my problem. (laughs) I wish 
I wish that she, I agree with you. She woke up from a coma from two years. Like the, she slipped into a coma after she got hit with a hatchet or whatever. Right. She wakes up two years later and says that it's him. So most likely him. The only thing I would have preferred was that the reason she gave was not because he was mean, because that sounds. That's, but it doesn't let's match. translate that to something else. He's a sociopath. He's a, psycho, a psychopath. He's a, a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has a pattern of abuse with other people. And that was just her way of saying it. I feel like maybe, you know, she just woke up from a two year coma and she could barely get full sentences out. Like, let's give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe she meant more than just that. I get it. I would have preferred like he's a fucking lunatic. That would have held more more weight for me. But not saying he didn't do it. I'm assuming he did. And we can do that because we're not the authorities. I mean, the other thing, too, is if she had just died, he probably would have gone away with it. And, you know, I mean, it's like possible. She doesn't remember it correctly. But I think that if you're in a coma for two years, your brain is obviously super foggy. And so the memories that you have remaining are probably the deepest ones Hmm. and the truest ones. Right. I, I As honestly believe the ones that you is, just create. You I know? honestly believe so, that is the case. Yeah. So I feel like it's accurate. And yeah. bye, bitch, you're going to jail. Now, do you think for two years he thought like she's never going to wake up? I'm probably getting away with this. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they kept her on life support, which makes me think that they're probably very wealthy. Maybe. But they're West Virginia, yeah, so it's just two uh, years in a coma, and all of a sudden, that's a, that's got to be exciting to all of a sudden be like, hey, you know that person that's been taking up that room for two years? Yeah, they're awake and they're chirping like a canary. If someone like woke up from a coma for that long, and and we got a notification in you know the mainframe, whatever that means, like I'm yeah. pretending like I'm a hacker, I would just show up in an alien suit and be like, welcome, human. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 3421 oh <laughs> that would be so okay one um i gotta put in my will or whatever that i don't want you anywhere near me if i fall into a slip into a coma but that is a brilliant idea though to really have some fun with it right like you've been out for 120 years and just have like a <laughs> video of like flying cars and shit yeah it's like when robin williams comes out in jumanji and he's like what year is it <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, to have fun at other people's expenses yeah, this, beep, is, uh, this, is, nice. this yeah. is real-time crime and we are about to take a break so don't commit any crimes or fall into a coma in between now and us coming back from the ad break y'all we'll see you in a minute Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right, you guys, this is Real Time Crime. We're back, baby. Real Time Crime with Leah Lamar <laughs> and Dimitri. <laughs> oh, and they'd be like, well, how long was I out? He's no longer sometimes. Man, it must have been like a decade. <laughs> 3,000 years. All right. So anyway. um, Okay. Story. You guys, our main story for today. Pretty cool, if you ask me. <clears throat> So, D.B. Cooper, where are you now trending on Netflix? What is it about, you ask? So, Netflix explores this 50-year-old case surrounding the infamous plane hijacker, hijacker, Mm -hmm. D.B. Cooper. On November 24th, 1971, a man going by the name Dan Cooper boarded a Northwest Orient Airlines flight from Portland to Seattle, Pacific Northwest. Years later... What? Right. It's a short flight, right? Yeah, there's a short flight. Years later, Cooper became an infamous name and the most wanted man in the entire nation. Cooper, also known as the media epithet D.B. Cooper, successfully hijacked the flight after threatening a nearby flight attendant and demanding four parachutes and a hefty sum of cash. First of all, that's so cool. It's super cool. Like when you think about that's kind of like James Bond movie type of style, like you hijack a plane, then you parachute out into the wilderness. But quick. So it's a short flight from Portland to Seattle or whatever it was. What do you mean? He demanded a large sum of money. Where is that coming from? Well, first of all, can I just say this is 1971. So it's 50 years ago, which isn't that long ago. No. You know what I mean? Like it's not that that long ago. Which makes me think security and um, <clears throat> safety was so bad back then. Oh, yeah. 
there's no way to find this guy who multiple offenses would i mean this is so crazy but okay it's like you think that if you had a depiction of what the person looked like and he'd committed multiple crimes like this that they would create a profile they'd be able to figure it out they'd have a passenger ledger they do process of elimination like it just seems crazy that they never caught this guy okay i know and i think now in nowadays uh, terms i think it's insanely crazy but i think now that you mentioned that you go back to 1971 which was before i was born but you go back there and it's like <laughs> okay if someone parachutes out of a plane into the wilderness right you have to spread that message you don't spread it like the way we do now with like phones and, and Twitter and this and that. So these people outside of that forest or wherever may not be looking for some. So he very easily could have just walked out of there at one point and been on his way. It's not like all of a sudden the news spreads and everybody's looking out for him. Also, is this so crazy? But I always was under the impression that if you're on a plane and the, do the door opens of the plane, that everyone gets sucked out. Right. Is that true or false? No, I think that's true. But again, short, who knows what kind of flight this was? I don't it probably wasn't a giant commercial. Right. It seems like a much smaller flight where, yeah. you know, they just kind of open and close the doors. But again, um, where's the large sum of money coming from on a flight like that? Well, maybe if it's a small private flight like that, people are just maybe a lot of people flew with their cash. Maybe. I mean, banking was different then. Yes, that's true. People weren't just like going to ATMs, right? Right. So I guess a lot of people just had cash on them. And that's true. That's, and, and maybe he knew people on the flight. Like remember just last week we were talking about a guy who was stealing ten thousand dollars worth of items from people on plane. So it's like people bring expensive things with them and money with them. And okay. True. So and especially if you're traveling abroad, maybe or what you, you carry cash on you more so on flights than you would in your everyday life because you want to have petty cash around. Right. All right. So now yeah. that I've proved you wrong. We'll just keep yeah, moving you're forward. Doing a fantastic um, job. This is see. This is what I like. I throw out these these situations, and you just debunk them and you solve them, and that's what that's what happens here. You know me, now, a real social sleuth. Okay. Yeah. So, although his crimes were marked by infamy, Cooper himself became a media sensation, earning multiple references in artwork, music, films, and shows like Twin Peaks, which I love, and the Disney Plus series Loki. The FBI has since open an investigation into Cooper, his identity, and present-day whereabouts. But 50 years later, the question of who is D.B. Cooper still remains unanswered. Netflix's latest documentary, D.B. Cooper, Where Are You?, attempts to make sense. I imagine he just like, hey, I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> just like, hey, guys. Um, attempts to make sense of these missing puzzle pieces with new clues. Over the course of four episodes, the miniseries introduces the investigator, sleuths, and journalists who have been working tirelessly to solve this mystery. I mean, tirelessly? Like, I mean, in, okay. Following his crimes, he became an American folk legend and so-called, quote-unquote, badass hero. Conspiracy theorists and fans alike praised his gutsy escape and endeavors, with only heightened, which only heightened his public yet unknown persona. This to me, the, the, the crime doesn't seem like well, they call it a hijacking, but he left the plane, right? He didn't bring them somewhere else or hold anybody hostage. So it's, probably a, it's probably a textbook definition of, of hijacking. He took money. Fine. But how much could it have been? I haven't seen that, but maybe it'll be in the Netflix show. And he demanded parachutes and he bombed out. So I get the the cult hero, you know, the story is fantastic. I don't know that. The, and I'm sure the Netflix show will be because that's how these things happen. 
But I, I'm not sure that the FBI is like opening this because this is a, a most wanted guy. I think this is more like the FBI is like, no, oh, that'd be kind of cool to solve. Well, uh, apparently this was a commercial airplane and mm-hmm. he was able to just drop out of it. So like, do you think he was like ex-military? Maybe. But it also, if he's doing that, what he didn't take a parachute with him. Like he went up there and the demand. What if they were like, no, we don't have. Well, any. how could he bring a parachute with him? How could he go through security with that? Well, I guess also like 50 years ago. I don't know. I, I'm very confused by a lot of things here. I mean, also, I don't know if I. I understand why people would still want to crack the case because it's only it's within a 50 year period and it's mysterious. And I think, you know, there are probably still some people who are looking for Amelia Earhart and anything that's unsolved. People want answers to period. Yeah. Yeah. But we could also spend those tax dollars on getting me a doctor who's not wearing flip flops. (laughs) It's it's not an either or we could probably do both. I don't (laughs) I don't think that we need too much tax dollars to get your doctor some fucking shoes. (laughs) <laughs> to make you feel a little safer. Yeah, man, just go to Payless. You know, is Payless <laughs> still open or do they file for bankruptcy? I don't know. I mean, who knows? Oh, whatever. Okay, so, I mean, the FBI never found the guy, right? So, obviously, they could never make the arrest. But do you think that he survived the fall? Probably. The fall? He knew enough to do what he was doing. He knew enough to do. So, I imagine... I mean, he's got a parachute, right? So I'm sure he yeah. just landed somewhere. And that's the fascinating part is what was life, you know, 50 years ago? What did he do? Did he live in the wilderness? Did he come out and join society and just blend in? Did he go somewhere else? Like, I, it is fascinating to wonder what became of him. This is a real Tom Cruise move. Yeah. You know, this feels like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. It feels like a Mission Impossible type of stunt. I mean, you have to be slightly off your rocker to do this and also a thrill seeker mm-hmm. and also like this is the type of person to me that is like a high stakes gambler you know is is able to function on no sleep is going from city to city has casual sex all over this the is, this is the part of the podcast where leah falls in love with the criminal um db so if you're still alive call me so i wonder if he's on tinder <laughs> um yeah no it's it's yeah, he goes, db now goes by david buster yeah. oh, whoa that's what he used the money that's why he stole the oh money it was his lifelong dream to start an arcade a, ch- a chain arcade yeah an arcade chain um it is it's 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 a badass move the whole thing is super cool and it's like but how much did he plan in advance did he plan where he was going to jump out like all that, because he had nothing but the money in a parachute, right? So if he lands in the middle of the wilderness, where's the food? Where's the so? It's fascinating, and I, I don't know at what point he jumped out, but did they comb? The, I'm sure they combed the area, but I'll definitely check this out. Um, I mean, it's going to another... irritate me that we don't have an answer, though. Once I'm I know. I mean, the the other thing is, <clears throat> how much money did he ask for? Because. Because it must have been a planned, there must have been someone on there that he knew would have a ton of money because right. it, it was a hefty sum of cash. So it wasn't like a random flight. He probably, there was probably, I mean, I'm sure we'll see in the documentary, mm-hmm. which sounds very exhilarating to me. I'm going to watch it as soon as yeah. we get off. But it sounds like he had, he knew someone was flying with a ton of cash and he planned this out and he had the expertise on, how to jump out of an airplane and 
<clears throat> or maybe he didn't. Maybe this guy's totally bonkers. And like, maybe he was just hit rock bottom and he owed the mafia a ton of money or like the cartel. And he was like, maybe, I don't know, four parachutes will get me off the hook. I don't know. And then he's dead. Maybe, maybe or maybe this is his way of like drawing <laughs> attention. If he was on the run from, say, the mafia, this is his way of drawing attention and then faking his death. But it does have a, a very Ocean's Eleven feel to it. I agree with you that Ooh, this, he probably Ocean's knew someone was on there that had the money and this was his whole plan. But the other thing that um, that, dun, 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 that leads dun, to the uh, dun, dun, badass feel dun, 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 is that this guy, the picture dun, 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 of him from the 70s, he's in a suit with sunglasses. Dun, dun, dun. Like it's total. <laughs> I love the theme. <laughs> I feel like I need to I give you some you. background. I wanted music. to keep going. I, if that kept going, I would never dun, would have dun, shut dun, up. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll stop. But um, <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's wearing these like cool guy glasses <clears throat> in, a suit. in a suit. Yeah. And his hair it's, slicked back. That's pretty badass for you, Dan Cooper. <clears throat> Where are you? Yeah. I mean, it's a. That's. I mean, see, he he also look. If he was like, let's say, at, at the youngest, 20, when this happened, he'd be 70 now mm. if he survived. Right. He doesn't look like he's 20 in this photo. I don't I mean, know if they have be. any. You think they have any DNA that if they ever found a body, they could be like they could test it. Then he he's all this. OK, this is he also, just took a DNA test. Turns out he's 100 <laughs> percent. 100 percent douchebag. Listen. <laughs> I think this is a this is a a story of an image that has been enhanced. Right. Because if you think about it, his name is Dan Cooper. Mm. No offense to the Dan Coopers out there. Not very exciting name. Yeah, you're getting your identity stolen every 10 minutes. Yeah. They got sunglasses, a suit. He hijacks a plane, demands money, takes a parachute, jumps out. And then they're like, no, in order to make this now we're naming him D.B. Cooper. Right. They give him like a cooler name. Why? Because they're did they they is this something that was enhanced? I feel like there's more to this story than we think. I think there's more people involved than just DB acting alone. What's an inside job? I don't think you're wrong, and Indeed. I'm very excited to just find out more. Yeah, I'm excited to find out more. I'm nervous to find out more. I am. Hoping he's alive and single. That's are all. Ner- are you nervous to find out more? Is a seventy year old looking for seventy? Um, Adam, I hope you're not listening to this podcast. I love you. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> but you get it. if I had to leave you for a seventy year old criminal. Got jumped out of a plane. Like, yeah, Adam, step up your game. Yeah, I mean, he's got a ton of cash. This guy, and I'm sure he invested it well too. Wouldn't that be so funny if he did the, all of this, survived, lived to tell the tale, like avoided the police? only to invest it improperly and start back at zero. That would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> but this is what I want for you. See, uh, obviously, uh, Adam, I love him. And I, that's my first preference. But if you're going to go down the path of wanting to date criminals, I want you to be with more of like a D.B. Cooper than the guy that pulled a gun at the dollar store because someone didn't say thank you. That's mm. what I want for you. That's thank my you, wish for Dimitri. You. That's so sweet. Yeah. And I think that this is an excellent place to end our final episode for the season. And you guys, uh, did you hear that? Dimitri really cares about me. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, see, that he was the high arc. standards for me in TV. Like the whole season is an arc. And at the very end, there's a real nice cliffhanger payoff. 
Well, let's just say this. We started with Teddy. We started with the Gabby Petito story, which was traumatic to the entire nation. That that story just took us all by storm. And we started real-time crime there on a very heavy note. I think, you know, I was still trying to be myself, which means inappropriately infused humor at random points because it's my defense mechanism against feeling uncomfortable and burying emotions that make me feel sad or confused or hurt or scared. I love that. And then, thank you. Um, well, at least that's what my therapist told me. And then you know, she's like, have you ever considered not deflecting with humor? And I was like, huh, no. Nowhere so, near as fun. Um, <laughs> why would I do that? No, thank you, though. Um, you know, and then we slowly got into some funny hot topics, crazy hot topics. We've talked about murder mysteries that have never been solved. We've talked about a lot of cases that have been happening, obviously, in real time. We've watched criminals die on our watch. We've seen criminals come and go. Anna Delvey, she's got an NFT. I bought it. I bought into the crime, you guys. I mean, I just want more access to Anna. I want more information. I'm really just mad she was never on our podcast. Hmm. And it's been a real roller coaster. Yeah. And I like to think um, that we've solved a lot of crimes. Don't go back and check because we don't need to fact check on that. But I like <laughs> to think that we did. Um, we, and like you said, we did see a bunch of them conclude. Like the Gabby mm-hmm. Petito case, we started, like you said, and that was one of those where we were like, we may never have answers to this. But we got answers to that. And it's Oof. funny that we're ending the season with D.B. Cooper, which is 50 years with no answers. <laughs> I love these stories, but they drive me nuts thinking we'll never know. Like deathbed confessions, you know, stuff like that. I always like some sort of bow on my crazy stories. So it, it's nice that we, we do get them. And, and that kind of gives me hope for some of these. But that's what keeps true crime so interesting. And that's what mm-hmm. keeps us digging for answers. Because I don't know about you, but I'm a very black and white thinker which doesn't really work great for relationships but when there's a question mark or there's a mystery or there's something that's unsolved i need to have the hard facts i need to see the answer i cannot just believe that everything's okay i cannot just believe that you know you know someone will get their justice in the the spiritual realm it's like no i need to know who did it when how why I, the motive is always so important to me. Like, and this is with a lot of different things, right? It's it's just in life. I don't like a lot of gray area. Yeah. I need to see. And this is why a lot of my relationships end so, so traumatically, because instead of just ending it when I'm like, ooh, yeah, see, like, this is a cycle. I could just end it. I'm like, I'll write it till the wheels fall off until I get all the way to the point where I know you're cheating on me because I caught you red handed, you know, mm. <clears throat> but all the That's... other things leading up to it, the clues weren't good enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, <that> sounds, <laughs> no, no, sounds I need healthy. to complete the case. Well, right. And, and then I like people that want to do that. That's why I appreciate OJ Simpson and how he's looking for the real killer. That's the type of stuff we need. <laughs> <laughs> Tropicana hasn't been the same since, but I, I really think I really think that I am um, going to take a, a lot of time. There's a, there's a sentence that will come at some point, but it's not there yet. 
because just like this podcast, it's a taking a quick pause. This has been an extraordinary first season of real time crime. I love all my social sleuths very much. We've very much enjoyed talking about all these different wild cases. And thank you for following around my tragic love life, which actually came to a pretty cool conclusion. That was an open and shut case. Also, the season's not ending on that. Like, stay tuned. More to come. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to London. Who knows what will yeah. happen there? As soon um, as I get off here, I'm g- jumping right on your Instagram stories and seeing what's, what, you know, what the next move is. Oh, oh, oh. Also, Friday, uh, Saturday and Sunday, I'm running my hour in L.A. Dimitri, are you in town? Uh, no, I'm at the lake. <sighs> I mean... <laughs> But I am home now. And no, it's just whatever, Dimitri. When are you you going up on Saturday? Saturday and Sunday. And then I leave Monday. And then I'm going to do a bunch of shows in London. So if you are in the UK, I'll I'll be doing shows in London. I'll also be running my hour at the Bill Murray, which is actually a venue. And then I'm going to Edinburgh and I'll be doing my hour at the Fringe. So if you're in Scotland come say hi. If you're in London, come say hi. If you're in LA, please this weekend, come share me. I've also got other shows on Friday. I've got uh, two shows on Friday as well. So uh, y'all, this has been a wonderful first season. Thank you for blessing me with your ears. Thanks for being fans. Thanks for loving us. Thanks for following along on this wild journey that we call crime and comedy. True crime with a twist. Um, I've been Leah Lamar, your host. You can find me on the internet at Leah Lamar, two R's, TikTok, five R's, Twitter, same thing, website, same thing. I just told you my show dates. And Dimitri, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, Instagram at Dimitri Pappas and probably the same thing everywhere else. So try that. (laughs) Okay, you guys, (laughs) we love you so much. Stay safe out there. Have a very safe summer. Take care of each other. Look look out for each other's backs. And if someone opens the door for you, for the love of God, say thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. See what I did there? Love you. Bye. It's real-time crime. It's real-time crime. It's real I mean, is it actually real-time crime? Are we solving anything? Or is that just a thing we say? It's a thing we say. Got it. Okay. See you next week for more real-time crime, only on iHeartRadio. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. A swim-up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.